Shalom to all. Today's office time is Tavchaf. Hey, we are starting seven lines from the top of the last word on the line. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Mars, Miriam, Sarah, Basar, Yaakov, Maisha, Hernish, Sham, Shadav, and Lili Nishmas, Mars, Rivka, Basar, Meir, Zev, Hernish, Sham, Shadav, Now, we're in the middle of a number of stories about Reb Chanina and Daisa and his wife who were extremely righteous but poverty stricken. And the Gemara says, Amalei de Betsu, his wife told him, Ad Amos Nezel and Star Kulei Hai, until how long are we going to suffer with this poverty? Amalei, he asked her, My Navid, what should I do? So she answered, Bai Rachmi, Denis Lachmidi, you should daven, they give you something. So Bai Rachmi, he daven to Hashem, Yastak Min, Pisa, Yad, a form of the palm of a hand came out of Shemayim, the Yavulei Chad Kard the Dava, and gave him a leg of a golden table. Chazi Bechalam, but then he saw in a dream that Asidi Tzadiki, the Achli Absar the Dava, the Islay Tlas Kari, that Tzadikim are going to end up eating on golden tables that have three legs. The Iu Absar the Tree Kari, he's going to eat on a table that has two legs. Amar Lah, he told her, Nicha Lach de Mechal Achli Kuli Al Absar de Mishlam, is it okay with you that everyone's going to eat on full, complete tables, Vanan Absar de Mechsar, and we're going to be eating on a table that's missing something? So Amar Lah, she told him, My Navid, what should we do? Bahi Rachmi, the Nishgalinu Minach, you should daven, it's taken away from you. By Rachmi Vishaklu, he davened and was taken away from him. And Tana was taught, Gadol Hayo Nes Achron Yosim and Arisha, and the last Nes was greater than the first one. The Gemiri, because we have a tradition, Demei of Yavi, Mishka Loshakli. Hashem will give something, but he's not going to take it away. And from the fact that he took it back from Rechanin Ben Daisa, that's a greater Nes. And another story, Chad Shimshi was one Ben Ashmash's Arab Shabbos, Chazi Labarte de Havas Atziva, he saw that his daughter was very sad. Amrullah, he asked her, Biti Lamai Atzivas, why are you sad? Amrullah, she told him, Klishal Chaimat since Chavli Bechishal Shemen, I accidentally exchanged the oil with vinegar. Vidlakti me menu Arla Shabbos, and I lit the Shabbos lamps with vinegar and not oil. So Amrullah told her, Biti, my Ichbaslach, what do you care? Misha Amrullah Shem and Vidlak, who Yamrullah Chemetz Vidlak, the one that commands oil to light, so he can also command the vinegar should light. And Tana was taught, Hayyadalik Vahilach Kaliyam Kulai, it was actually lit the whole Shabbos. This vinegar, Achev Yumenu Arlavdala, they used some of that light for Havdala. And another story, Rabhani Badaisa Havale Hanach Ezi, Rabhani Badaisa had some goats, and Amrullah, people told him, Kamasudan, they're ruining everyone's fields, they're going and eating everyone's fields. Amr, he said, Ikamasudan, if they actually are doing that, Nichlin, who do be so they should be eaten by bears. Rashi says it's actually wolves and not bears. Ve'iloi, but if not, every single one in the evening should come back with a bear on his horns. In the evening, every one of these goats came back with a bear on his horns. And another story, he had a neighbor, the Kabanya Besa, she was building her house, and the beams didn't reach to both sides of the wall. She went to him, she told him, I was building my house, and the beams don't reach the walls. He said, what's your name? Amrle, she told him, Eku, that's my name. Amr, he said, Eku, nimtach keshurech, Eku, your beams should be elongated. And Tanu was taught, Higiu ad shiyatsu amalakan v'amalakan. These beams extended until they actually reached out in ama over the wall on both sides. The Yishayim, some say that snifim asom, that there was these little extensions that were added onto the beams. And Tanya was taught, Plimu Aimer, he said, Ani re'isi aisei I saw that house, v'hayu karais v'yatsis amalakan v'amalakan, and its beams were going out on each side in ama, v'amrli, and they told me, Bais this is the house that Rebchanina Medaisa put these beams on with his tefillah. And now going back to the previous story, we ask Rebchanina Medaisa, where did he have goats from? We said he was very poor. Also said, you're not allowed to raise small animals in Eretz Yisrael. So Amar Pinchas, he answers, so there's a story, there was a person that was passing by Rebchanina's house, and he accidentally forgot his chickens over there. The wife of Rebchanina Medaisa found these chickens. He told her, you're not allowed to eat from their eggs. These eggs belong to that person. We're not allowed to use them. So there soon became many eggs and many chickens and they just kept on proliferating and they made them a sugar because of all the clucking and all the noise and all the dirt and who knows what the chickens bring. So therefore, they sold them and they bought some goats. Now, one time, that person who had lost those chickens, he passed by, he told his friend, hey, I placed my chickens down over here and I had forgotten them here. He says, do you have a simon? Do you 
have a sign that you could prove that they were yours? Amr he says, yes. Nasal Simon, he gave him the sign that he could prove that they were his chickens. And he took those goats in exchange. Those were the goats that came back with those bears on their horns. And now a story about someone who's very poor. Rabbi Lazar ben Milsa Tuva, he was very poor. Oven Milsa, he did something, which means he bloodlet. He went to the doctor to bloodlet. And he didn't have anything to eat to restore his energy. Shakal brother Tuma, he took a piece of garlic. Vishadi Pume threw it in his mouth. He fainted, Vinim, and then he fell asleep. Also, Rabbanon Lashuli Bey, the Rabbanon came to visit him. They saw that while he was sleeping, he was crying, smiling, and then a flame of light shot out of his forehead. Kiisar, when he woke up, Amrulay, they asked him, Why did you cry and smile? Amrulay, he told them, Hashem was sitting with me, and I asked him, How much longer am I going to have to suffer in this world with this poverty? Amrulay, he told me, Elazar Bini, Elazar, my son, would you like me to turn over the whole world to the beginning? If so, perhaps you're going to be reborn in a time of abundance and it's going to be good for you. So Amr Kameh, I told him, all of this, you're going to have to turn the whole world over to the beginning and it's only going to be maybe that I'm reborn in a proper time. Amr so I asked him, have I lived most of my life? means have I lived the greater part of my life? Or means will I still live the majority of my life? Amr he told me, you've already lived most of your life. So Amr Kameh, I told him, if so, I don't want you to turn over the world for me because I only have a little bit more to go and then I'm going to get my reward in Gan Eden. Amr Ali, he told me, that you're going to get for saying that you don't want me to turn the world back to the beginning. I'm going to give you in the world to come 13 rivers of a Afarsamayin oil which are as pure as the Pras and Diglas rivers that you can enjoy yourself in them. Amr Ali Kameh, I asked him, I can't have any more. I would like to take some more. Amr Ali, he told me, so what am I going to give to your friends? I can't take something from your friends and give it to you. So Amrile, I told him, I want to take from someone who doesn't have, meaning someone who lost their portion in the world to come. I would like to take his portion. So Machyan Bas he flicked me with his fingers on my forehead, and that's why he had this light shoot out of his forehead. And he told me, my arrows have struck you. And this is an expression of endearment that Hashem felt for Reb Lazar Ben Pedas. And back to discussing fast days. Reb Chaim Gazar Tanisa, he was Gazar Tainis Vlasimitra, and it didn't rain. Amrulay, they told him, so Amrlu, he told them, Ha Ana, Ha Barli Vai, you're talking about me and Barli Vai, meaning Rabbi Shua ben Levi, he's much greater than me, and therefore his fields are answered. Imrule Dinesi, why don't you tell him to come, Vinichavin Daitin, and that we're gonna have Kavana together? If sure the Tavrit Sibur Libai, who perhaps that Sibur is gonna break their hearts and they're gonna be contrite and sad and be humbled, and therefore rain's gonna come, Da Asimitra, and then rain's gonna come. Baun Rachme, they Davin for mercy, they Davin Tashem Vlasimitra, and rain didn't come. Amrlu, so we asked everyone, are you okay with having rain come because of our collective merit? Amrulay, they told him, Hain, yes. Amr, so he said as follows, Rakia, Rakia, heavens, heavens, Kasi Ponayach, cover your face with clouds, meaning have rain clouds come. Lai it didn't cover its face, meaning rain clouds didn't come. Amr, he said, Kama Azen Pnei Rakia, how brazen is the heaven is that we ask from it something and it doesn't listen. Then, Ichsi, it covered itself with clouds, Vasimitra, and it started raining. Levi Gazar Tanisa, Levi was Gazar Tainis, Vasimitra, and it didn't rain. Amr, Lafan, he said to Hashem, you went up and you're just sitting on high and you're not having mercy on your children. He was basically saying that Hashem is all the way up in Shemaim and doesn't really care about us. So Asametra, it started raining, but Levi became lame and because this is not the proper way to speak to Hashem. Amr Abelazar, says, a person should never throw words up to Hashem like that. Because a person did such a thing, and he became lame, and who is that? Levi, that's Levi. The Gemara asks, that's what caused him to become lame? Levi, 
Rebbe, he tried to show a kida sort of bowing, which is a very complicated type of bowing in the Beis Hamikdash. You basically have to bend the half of your body all the way forward, put your thumbs on the ground. It's some sort of like touching your toes type of thing with your thumbs on the ground without bending your knees. Very complicated, acrobatic thing. And that's what made him lame. So Gemara says, no, ha v'ha garmalei. Both of them caused it for him. By speaking this way to Hashem, he was deserving of punishment, but it only came about when he exposed himself to danger by attempting to do a kida. And another story, he heard clouds talking to each other. They were saying, Let's go rain water on Amun and He said to Hashem, When you gave Torah to Klai Yisrael, You went to all the nations of the world, and they didn't accept it. Only Klai Yisrael did. And now you're going to give them rain? You should send it over here. They sent it on his place, meaning they had it rain on Eretz Yisrael. And now that we mentioned Rebchia Bar Luliani, we have another Joshua from him. Darsha Rebchia Bar Luliani, What's like Errors. That's why it says errors that does regenerate. And Ilu Nemar errors. If we only call the tzaddik an errors, the loy Nemar Tamar, we didn't call him a Tamar. Hayisi I would say, Ma errors ain't noisy An errors doesn't produce fruits. There's no fruit that comes out of a cedar tree. Af tzaddik chasosham ain't So too, perhaps the tzaddik chasosham doesn't make fruits, meaning he's not going to have any reward in Oilam Haba for everything that he did. Lakach Nemar Tamar. That's why it says Tamar. Vin Nemar errors and also says errors. Ask the Gemara. Errors gives a machlef. An errors a cedar tree. It will regenerate if you cut it down. Vatani. We have a brisa. Halakech ilu mechaveru lakots. If a person buys a tree from his friend and he wants to cut the tree down for wood. So he has to measure a tefach off of the ground and then he could cut it down because then the tree is going to still regenerate. An old sycamore tree that's already been cut down a number of times. So he has to leave two tefachim and then cut it. If it's a young sycamore tree that's never been cut down, he has to leave three tefachim and then cut it down. If we're talking about reeds and grapevines, from the lowest knot on the branch and then upwards he can cut it off. With date palms and with cedar trees, he can even dig underneath and uproot the whole thing because it's not going to regenerate anyway. So we see that cedar trees do not regenerate. So we answer, what are we talking about? With other sorts of Eretz trees, there are some Eretz trees that regenerate and some do not. He says, there's actually 10 types of cedar trees. It says, and back to fasting because of a lack of rain. He was gazer 13 fasts on the tzibur and it didn't rain. On the last fast, Everyone started leaving. Amr Lahemi, he told them, Have you prepared kvarim graves for yourselves? Because it's not going to rain and we're not going to have food and we're all going to die of famine. Go call Amr That caused everyone to start crying. That shows that they were contrite and humble. And because of that, the Yard it started raining. Shuv Maisim Rebbe there was another sort of Rebbe Lezer, he started davening on a fast day. He said the 24 brachas, and he wasn't answered. Yard Rebbe Kiva Kiva went afterwards to daven, and he said, We only have you as a king. For your sake, you should have mercy on us. And that's all he said. And it started raining. Everyone started talking how Rabbi Kiva was greater than Rabbi Lezer. He was answered after two short filas, and Rabbi Lezer davened 24 brachas, and he wasn't answered. Rabbi came out and said, It's not that Rabbi Kiva is greater than Rabbi Lezer. Rabbi Kiva, he's Mavral Midaisav. He's very forgiving. So Hashem is forgiving of Klai Yisrael and gave them rain. And now we have a bride. How much rain has to fall? And the 
Hebrews able to stop fasting? We have these fasts because there's not enough rain. Well, let's say it rains, but we don't know if it's enough rain that we could stop fasting. So how much rain needs to fall? It has to be the depth of the plow blade. However deep the plow blade goes into the ground, that's how much it has to rain. That's our mayor's opinion. They say, if it's very dry ground, so then the water has to go into the ground. If it's medium moisture of the ground, it has to go in two. If it's plowed ground, it has to go in three. And this is really all the same amount of rain. It just depends how dry the ground is. He says, We don't have a tefach above, meaning whenever the rain goes into the ground, so then the tahaim, the waters of the deep, they go up to greet it three tefachim. And even though that water is still very, very deep into the ground, it still does provide an element of moisture all the way up by the surface of the soil. As the Gemara of Atan, we have a different price that says, It has to go into the ground two tefachim. So we say, No problem. The second price is talking about plowed ground. Khan, the first brass is talking about if it's not plowed. And Amr Abelazar, he says, The Tohim tells its friend, meaning the deep waters tell the upper waters, gush forth your waters. I hear the sound of two friends, meaning we have Nisach Hamayim and Nisach Hayayin. Shinemar, it says the Pasuk, Tohim El Tohim Kaire. Tohim calls to Tohim. Again, that's the upper waters and the lower waters. To the sound of your water channels, talking about Nisach Hamayim and Nisach Hayayin. And Amr Rabba, Rabba said, I saw Ridya, which is the name of the Malch, which is Mamuna over water. Damila Igla, he looks like a calf. And his lips are parted. And he's standing in between the lower waters and the upper waters. To the upper waters, he says, You should sprinkle your water. To the deeper waters, he says, You should gush forth your waters. Blossoms are seen in the land. So this Pasuk literally means the blossoms have appeared in the land. The time of song has arrived. The sound of the dove is heard in our land. But the drasha is that the nesachim that come once a year on Sukkot, just like the blossoms that come once a year, so the time of song is talking about Sukkot. That time of song has arrived. And means bull, referring to the malach of water, Ridya, that looks like a bull who instructs the water to come. And it said, and There was a whole discussion that if they were fasting for rain and it started raining, so there's a machlaikas, when is that we can stop the fast? Before Nate's, after Nate's, before Chatzos, after Chatzos, and Tanar Bun, we have a brass just like that. If they were fasting and it started raining before Nates, they don't have to continue it. That's because really the fast isn't Chal until Nates time. However, if the rain only fell after Nates, then they do have to complete the fast. That's Ramir's opinion. Rabbi Huda he says, no, if water falls before Chatzos, then they do not have to complete it. That's because it's not time yet for the first meal. Chatzos is the time for the first meal. So anyway, it's not really considered like they were fasting because anyway, they're not going to be eating. If they were fasting and it fell only after Chatzos, then they have to complete the fast because it's considered like they actually officially started the fast. Rabbi Yisrael, he says, If it rains before nine hours into the day, then they do not have to complete the fast because kings, they'll eat nine hours into the day, so already it could be considered like it's not time for eating yet, and therefore it's not like they officially started their fast. However, if it only rained after nine hours, then they would have to complete the fast. We find that Achav Melch he fasted nine hours and afterwards. Shinemar, it says in the Pasuk, Have you seen that Achav humbled himself? Now, Rabbi Huda Nesiyah Gazer Tanisa, he was Gazer Tanis, and started raining after Nates. Sarval who he wanted to complete the fast. Amrli Rabami, Rabami told him, We learned, meaning we also paskin, that the difference is if it falls before Chatzais and after Chatzais, not before Nates and after Nates. Shmuel HaKatan Gazer Tanisa, Shmuel HaKatan was Gazer Tanis, and rain fell before Nates. Kisfurim Ha'am Shivcha the people thought that this was actually praise 
noteworthy for them that Hashem had it rain before Nates. Amalehem, he told them, not so quick, don't think that you're so great. I'm going to give you a mashal. What's it comparable to? In Evid, he wants to get his payment from his master. Amalehem, so the master told everyone else, just give it to him. I don't want to have to hear him. So it's the same thing for you. Perhaps Hashem doesn't want to hear your voice at all, and that's the only reason why he gave you rain early. And Shuv Shmuel Katan Gazer Tanisa, there's another time the Shmuel Katan was Gazer Tanis, Vyardlehem Gishamim, Achar Shkia Sechama, rain fell after Shkia, meaning at the end of their fast day. The people thought that this was actually to their benefit, to their praise, because Hashem really wanted to hear their tefillahs. So Amalehem Shmuel, he told them, This is not to your praise. I'm going to tell you a parable. What's this comparable to? We have this Evid, he wants to get this payment from his master. And the master told everyone else, Why don't you wait? Don't give it to him. Until he's really humbled and distressed. And only afterwards you could give it to him. And that's what Hashem was trying to tell you. He didn't give you rain until way after the fast day. He really wanted you to be very humbled and very distressed until he gave you the rain. So that's not necessarily to your praise. So when is it considered praiseworthy for the tzibur according to him? So the answer is, If the shleich tzibur says, And then the wind starts blowing right away, If the shleich tzibur says, And then it starts raining right away, That's considered praise to the tzibur because it's an immediate response to the tefillah as opposed to coming before the tefillah or coming way after the tefillah. And we had said in Mishnah, There was a tainus in Lod and it started raining and Rabbi Tarfin said that everyone should go home and eat and then come back and they said hal hagadol. The Gemara asked, "Vnei hal meikar? Why don't they say hal first and then go and eat?" So by Varav Adam Shabbai, they both say lefisha ein ayrim hal chafav amal alfan atap el al nefesh zveiv akeres malaya. We only say hal hagadol when a person is satiated and on a full stomach. It says noisin lechem l'chobaser and halos. We want to make sure that everyone has their lechem. The Gemara asked, "Ain't is that so? Are we really going to say hal hagadol on a full stomach? Make sure that we have food." Vaharav Papa ikel lebe kinishna de Abi Gaivar. Rav Papa visited the base kinesis of Abi Gaivar. The gazer tainus and he established a tainus. Viard lehem geshamim ad chatzois and it rained before chatzois. Vamer halal and they first said halal va'achkach alchav shasu and then they ate and drank. So we see that you're supposed to say halal gadol and then go and eat and drink. So the Gemara answers Shani b'nei Mechuzah. The people of Mechuzah are different. Abi Gaiver was in Mechuzah, so the people of Mechuzah are different. The shchichi b'hu shechers. That's because they'll often get drunk and therefore if they're going to eat and drink first, so then they might be drunk and they're not going to be able to say halal gadol. That's why they would say halal gadol first and then go home to eat. However, everyone else they could go home to eat and then they would come and say halal gadol. Hadron alach seder tinyus elu malzdor for finishing the third parak of Masechus Tinyus. We should be zacher to finish the entire Masech together. And of course, all of Shas together, everyone should have a wonderful day.